And welcome to a very special episode of the Firmware Update, our mailbag episode. This is the episode, if, you know, for whatever reason you'd think me and Joe don't talk enough, this is your way <laughs> of changing all of that, as this will go as long as we have emails. Could be a short episode, could be a long one. It's up to you guys. So, once again, if you want to write into the show, where can they do that, Joe? Uh, that'll be mailbag at thefirmup.com. Very, very good. And uh, we got a uh, we got one today. We got one from RK who writes in. So I've been dealing with a lot of stuff lately, namely knee surgery, knee surgery, filing for short term disability from my job, etc. I've been frankly depressed the last four months leading up to the surgery and the two months since. So I'd like to apologize for not supporting the show like I normal, like, like normal. That aside, and uh, he has had a doozy of a couple of months right now. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> this doozy a letter will make up for the last six months. So first, some venting and info to catch you guys up and some questions. Oh, and I'm sure there will be typos and inconsistencies throughout the email. I've got a headache, and it took me like an hour to write all this out, so cut me some slack, please. We'll do our best here. Brace yourself. These are about Destiny, Joe's, Joe and I's favorite <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, dang it, iPhone, get that notification out. All right. I haven't played the game in over a year, and I've still got 884 hours of play. That's impressive. Number one. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could tell you a game I put 822 hours. No. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think Joe put in 822 hours in Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> Close. <laughs> a friend of mine got a PS4 a few months ago. And I picked up Destiny. I hadn't played the game for so long because of PlayStation's stupid install system that requires literally double the entire size of the game and patches and DLC free on your HD on your hard drive just to update. You're that right. Most of the time I had 80 gigs or so free. and This is a fight I can understand on it. Nowadays, whenever I download one game, it means I have to download one or two in order to make room for it. Yeah. Most of the time I had 80 gigs free. Da, da, da. And when I say new, say 300 megabyte patch came in, I couldn't download it. Why? Because I needed about 120 gigs or so free. Keep in mind that the PS4 500 gigabyte only has about 407 gigs total. A few... Uh, few open world games and some gameplay video recordings and your space is gone. So despite the entire game and all previous DLC and patches already installed in the game, unless I have space for all that combined and doubled over, it won't download a single kilobyte. This means every time Destiny updated, which seems to be at least once a month, usually once every two weeks or so, or every other week, I would need to delete off multiple big open world games and there are quite a few out nowadays mm. to download a firmware update now before we continue though um is that true for all games or just destiny because i've never experienced this with other games i haven't experienced it e either with uh, other games but then again to be fair it's not like i was looking so that's true but i feel like i've I've kind of skirted, um, you know, my capacity a little bit by, like, you know, like I've only got, like, a dozen or so free gigs, and I've still been able to download mm. patches for others. So maybe it's just Destiny. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either, way, that's, either way, that's that's pretty boned. Mm-hmm. And uh, I totally hear him on the Hard Space one. I was telling yeah. Joe off off the show that 
that uh, I was saving up for a two terabyte hard drive. But uh, yeah, because 500, it's scary, but 500 gigs isn't enough anymore. No, not even close. <laughs> like that was the first thing I did when I when I bought each PlayStation. Like I've got, you know, the original launch model that I had and then this anniversary, this, uh, this anniversary one. Um, <laughs> the first thing I, I, I bought a, like I had a hard drive ready <laughs> to go as soon as that I, I, I got both of them. Smart man. I tell you, when P- PlayStation 5 or whatever comes out, that's going to be the first thing I get to. That's the first accessory. As I probably told you, I don't have a dedicated home internet. You probably have, but it's been a while since I, I recall that. I've had a grandfathered unlimited Verizon plan for over a decade, so I just use tethering from my phone for <laughs> internet when I need Man, it. Man, and, and they stopped offering that like years ago, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like they're... They're trying, they're reintroducing the unlimited plan back again. But, you know, if it's like AT&T, you need to have a ton of stuff before you can unlock it. And it's probably well more than what he's paying right now. Mm. Well, he goes into it. Oh, yeah. Well, Malcolm probably knows this since he worked <laughs> in the cellular industry for so long. But Verizon wanted to get rid of the old liter- literally unlimited plans and replace them with new figuratively unlimited plans. And what he means by that is essentially um, with like uh, like AT&T's classic one. It would be like it was unlimited up until the point that you got to around 22 gigs of use. And then they would slow it down to 3G or less speeds. So yeah. you were still getting data, just not as fast. It's one of those uh, fine print bullshit things. Yeah, certainly not fast enough to like watch HD video or anything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ones that gave you a finite amount of 4G, then dropped you to 3G, yeah, as, I, as I said just now, when they wanted to throttle your balls off, which doesn't sound comfortable at all. I refuse to get on the <laughs> yeah, That's a terrible image. <laughs> <laughs> throttle them off. Hey. I refuse to fall off like like apples or acorns. <laughs> I refuse to get on the plan because I'm not an idiot. However, I've heard rumblings of Verizon forcing heavy users off their grandfather's plan, so I tried to use internet sparingly. And that's a good idea because that, that's a thing. My friend gets Destiny and wants me to play with him. I deleted the game and... I can feel his pain on what he's about to say here, but I'll get into that when we get to his question. I had deleted the game months prior and had to download the 60 or so gig game again after deleting Gravity Days or Gravity Rush 2 to make room for it. Bam! Instantly, 60 more gigs of bandwidth used that month. He plays the game for maybe an hour or so with me and has to do something else. He says we will play again another time. A few days pass, and he wants me to play again. I try to start the game, and it says there is a patch needed to download. I could have sworn I just downloaded the game and latest patches days before, so I checked the update history, and the game only had version 1.0. Sheesh. The hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible <laughs> downloading. I know, because like, as soon as you download a game, it downloads the latest patch with it. You you, know, you would think. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> well, yeah, it does, but... Oh, maybe it's something in the settings. I don't know. Not only was I not playing Vanilla Destiny, but the Taken King's Collector's Edition disc was the version I had in my system, and it's the lowest firmware version was much higher. Anyway, I tried everything I could to get the game to work, and nothing I tried did anything. So I regrettably deleted the game and re-downloaded it. It still didn't work. 
So now that's about 120 gigs in three days. Oh, boy. Thanks. I looked all over the Internet and found out that in order to fix, fix the glitch, you have to delete the game, clear your cache on the PS4. Man, it was a while since you played. And leave <laughs> the system off for 10, Jesus, 10 minutes before downloading it again. This is around the time Verizon had been out for about a week. So I spent all night downloading the game for a third time. When I downloaded it the next day, I tell him to boot it up to play, and he refused. He kept laughing it off, saying he wanted to play Horizon instead. Pissed me off like nobody's business. I spent 180 gigs in four days to get the game for him to play with play with someone, and he couldn't be bothered to play it. I got livid. I had been friends with him for about 15 years, and I wanted to end the friendship at that point. <laughs> because not only did my friends and I pitch in to buy him the PS4, I also gave him, gave him the spare HDTV to play on since his broke... And I was putting, oops, freaking uh, email left, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him my spare HD to play on since his broke, and I was putting my grandfather plan in jeopardy to play with him. I didn't talk for him for days, and he ends up joining a three-way call I was on with a mutual friend. I tell him I was mad at him because of all of what I, what I did for him. And let's see, I did a little. And I'm just going to skip this one part here, RK, only because I have a feeling you may have wrote, written this in anger here, but <laughs> <laughs> so just move on. So I felt he was ungrateful. He tells me he was trying to beat Horizon in time to sell for Mass Effect 4. That's a bad trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> we had no way of knowing at the time how much of a turd that game be. Fair enough. Who did, buddy? <laughs> Who did we? we all got, got, got that one down. Dang. He didn't want to stop Destiny. <laughs> like Ken like Brockman. Once again, I've been had. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't want to stop Destiny when he was so close to being Horizon, and that GameStop had a trade-in special that weekend that he wanted to take advantage of. I, okay, I can I can feel him on that point. I told him that because he knew what all knew that all I did for him, and he should have humored me and played some Destiny with me anyway because he asked me to download the game a few days prior, and he knew I was on thin ice with Verizon. He said he didn't think it was that big of a deal. A few days later, I get a message from Verizon saying they would be terminating my grandfather plan because I was a heavy user and I would would have to switch to a new plan soon. I ain't making this up. So I was really mad at this guy. I eventually forgave him, but I don't trust him much anymore. And I respect him a lot less. And just so you guys don't think I was upset for nothing, and this is actually the part I should I should have skipped here, but let's just say uh, RK makes his point as far as uh, how much he's done for this guy here. Is it the whole paragraph here? All right. <laughs> he literally owed his life to me and was using my TV to play the game, and he couldn't be bothered to play a friggin' strike or two after asking me to download the game in the first place. So yeah, I felt betrayed, used, and underappreciated. He says he didn't do it on purpose, but he should have at least told me not to worry about downloading it until he was was done playing Verizon. Fast forward a few weeks to the launch of Persona 5 and the announcement of Destiny 2, which uh, I would assume that uh, RK is all over Destiny 2, or maybe not after all this, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Persona dropped at midnight, and if I'm not mistaken, Destiny 2 went up for pre-order the same day. This was post-surgery, so I wasn't fit to drive, and I couldn't walk without crutches and was in great pain. So I couldn't go to the midnight launch. Next day, I tried to get someone to drive me to pick up Persona, and I go to pre-order Destiny 2 Collector's Edition. They say the store is sold out, and the only one in another city had copies as far as I knew. I called around and none near me had it. So I called the store in the city and the employee said, the employee said, eh. so I called the store in the city and a woman answers and I tell her I heard they had lots available and I wanted to pre-order Destiny 2 for PS4. That part is key. She tells me that they have some pre-orders but to hurry because they are going fast. I give her my name and I told her to hold one for me. So I convinced my ride to take me 30 minutes to the other city and I hobble into the GameStop in pain and tell them I was there for a pre-order. Guy was there this time and asked for my name so he could find the note the lady left. He finds it and says, so you wanted it for Xbox One, right? I said, I tell him, no, I have a PS4. And he goes, ooh, we are sold out of PS4 pre-orders. Son of a bitch. I, I tell him, and that was me saying that, not RK. <laughs> <laughs> no, the employee said that. <laughs> I tell him how I called multiple stores, went to my local store who recommended their store to me. I called and reserved with them with a woman who took my name and I had someone drive me 30 minutes to another city so I could hobble in doped up on pain meds to pre-order it. He says what amounts to sucks to be you in a polite roundabout way, <laughs> which is actually really impressive when you think about it. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that sucks, but, like, as a former retail employee, like, that's literally all you can do for someone that's like that. Like, it was completely out of my hands, and I got nothing for you, man. As a current retail employee, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you, like, there's very limited they can do other than at that point. Like, we feel for you, and I'm sure he felt – I I'm going to take the benefit of the doubt and assume he really did feel for you, but there's not much he can do. Uh, but anyway. He tells me that the woman who took my pre-order doesn't play video. What the hell is she working there for? <laughs> That's me, not RK. <laughs> doesn't play video games and doesn't know the difference between PS4 and Xbox One. The, this guy turns out to be the manager. Uh, silver lining to this, he agreed to pre-order it on, X, <laughs> on Xbox One since he has both systems. And since he pre-ordered the PS4 version, he will let me buy his PS4 one from him on launch day. I also got my grandfathered plan back after they disconnected my line because I refused to voluntarily change my plan and complained to customer service for about an hour. Yeah, that sounds about right. You got it. That's what you got to do. <laughs> and now for questions, uh, Joe, you have anything <laughs> to say on on the horrid affairs that poor RKs had to deal with there? Man, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> like That sounds like a rough few months. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, RK doesn't like doing too much stuff digitally, but... This is pretty much my argument for doing for pre-ordering games. Like, and, and I, I don't mean to make light of uh, his, his whole pre-order situation. That was bollocks, and fuck that woman. <laughs> how <laughs> how did she get that job? How do you get? I don't play <laughs> video games. GameStop hire me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that doesn't necessarily disqualify someone, but like for like the being. A, the specialty shop that it is. I don't see why she would want to work there in the first place. It's like a vegan working at a butcher's. I mean, come on. <laughs> like friggin' A. It's, every day must be a new discovery for this woman. 
<laughs> what is this bo- one in red? Like, that's a Nintendo Switch Switch game. <laughs> What's a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> Bloody hell. I hope she got a stern talking to. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. So now we got the questions here. And I've got a few answers for these right off the bat. Uh, number one, have you guys ever been friends with someone through thick and thin and they go and screw up big time over something very minor and made you want to delete them from your life forever? Uh, I've got an answer right off the bat if you need to think, Joe. Yeah, you can go ahead. All right. Uh, some of you may remember me men- mentioning a guy named Adam Salzer on this show. And uh, he was someone that I used to do a wrestling podcast with. And uh, I actually mentioned it on the show. This is back when we worked at Front Towards Gamer. And this was actually a pretty emotional time for me, but I've calmed down since. But uh, the guy was one of my best friends. Like, to put give you an idea, I met him in college when I went to Hester College. Uh, our love of wrestling, we just uh, became really good friends. We'd watch pay-per-views together. He was the one who introduced me to podcasting and gave me an idea of how to do one which ended up helping me get starting, get help, get together with Joe and Tyler and start the firmware update. And uh, he was in the running for best man. It was either him or Damien. Thank God I went with Damien. And, and, but however, I still wanted him to do something for me. And he actually was a ring. I think he still is a ring announcer for an independent wrestling fed. And, uh, I had him be the guy to announce me and Sandra as husband and wife at our wedding. And he did a, you know, to his credit, he did a bang up job (laughs) anyway, where it fell apart. So I was, uh, he, like I said, he was an announcer at a wrestling fed and he was the ring announcer and we went to a show and, uh, two of the wrestlers. And these are literally people you've never heard of. Like, uh, the guy in question was a guy named tough talk, Tony Spencer, who was a heel. (laughs) And you'll never see him in WWE. Anyway, <laughs> so he was having a Pert Plus death match or with uh, somebody, which was essentially, uh, actually, I don't, I forget what it was. It had something to do with St. Patrick's Day, but one of the props they used in the match, they had a bottle of Pert Plus and they had like a uh, mop bucket and he, he put the soap in the mop bucket with water. And I guess like the point of the match was to dunk yeah, your opponent's head. <laughs> Like, yeah, this definitely sounds like a wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> your explanation to anybody else would like, I thought you were talking about wrestling. Like, the weird part is both guys <laughs> were bald, so I don't know why I needed to be have shampoo, but I digress. Uh. <laughs> so they're fighting in the crowd, and uh, they use weapons during the match. Now, one of the things you do in a wrestling match, if something gets thrown into the crowd or left in the crowd, you consider it gone, If you're, you know, if you're lucky. Imagine if John Cena threw a shirt into the crowd and nobody wanted it. <laughs> How weird that would look. But anyway, I they fought near me, and uh, I got the bottle of Pert Plus and a chain that the wrestler used on his fist during the match. And I went, uh, and after the show, we talked with Adam, like, dude, look what I got during the match. And he rolled his eyes, he laughed, and uh, I, you know, I was like, you're an, you're an idiot, Malcolm, da-da-da, and I thought that was that. And, uh, so they were advertising for the next show on Facebook and I leave a comment and I leave and, uh, who replies to my comment, but tough talk, Tony Spencer. (laughs) 
who then starts yelling at me, give me back my bottle of Pert Plus. And at first I thought, oh, this is, this is ingenious. This wrestler is trying to get me involved in the wrestling. And we're, we're having this cool little moment on Facebook back and forth. And he looks like a petty little shit heel because who in their right mind would give a shit about a bottle of half-used Pert Plus? <laughs> so he continues to yell at me. And then I, at a certain point, I realize he's not in character. This is real. He's legit pissed off at me. So at this point, you know, at this point, I get really annoyed that this petty shit is happening. Like, first of all, you can get like a piece of chain for like maybe two bucks at Lowe's. <laughs> and I... I won't, I'll spare you the pricing on a fucking bottle of Pert Plus. So <laughs> this is like the most cheap bullshit I've ever had to do deal with in my life. So I was like, he tells me like, all right, fine. I'll return your goddamn bottle of Pert Plus, uh, which by the way, I didn't, I threw that shit in the trash so quickly, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so afterwards I sit down and realize, wait, how the fuck did this guy know that, uh, that I took, that I took it. And that's when I realized that, that, uh, Adam stooged me off. <laughs> so I, you know, I text him and he get, and he gives me this BS, like high and mighty speech. It's like, Malcolm, you stole from my work and I am going to, I'm a company guy. So I'm going to stand by the people at work. And I'm like, I'm not some guy. Number one, I'm your, <laughs> I'm one of your best friends. And you literally like told a guy for what, who, who all intents and purposes could be crazy to the point that he was pissed off what, about the guy mad about shampoo. No, he can't be. <laughs> Who's also bald, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> the bald man mad about shampoo. <laughs> Maybe because he can't use the shampoo anymore. I don't know, but we go back and forth and, and I find I tell him, like, dude, this is not cool. You betrayed me. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I tell you, hey, so take care then. And he ends there and then announces on Twitter that I'll be leaving leaving the Rundown podcast. And even, like, he he pretty much WWE's me on the next show because I listened to the beginning. And it's like, oh, Malcolm's got bigger projects ahead. We wish him well and thank him for all the hard work he did for the Rundown podcast. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, you corporate dick. <laughs> and I just realized I accidentally said the name of the podcast, which I've been trying not to do for the longest time. But well, that's the rundown podcast. <laughs> yes, that thing. <laughs> so, but now to answer your question, like that was literally like almost a ten-year friendship that was like thrown away because of a bottle of Pert Plus. Like even freaking Shanghai Six, formerly, <laughs> formerly. <laughs> front towards gamer theme said was like astonished he even like sent me a letter saying dude i'm so sorry man shame <laughs> he doesn't remember that but i digress <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh god but uh uh that that was rough that took some time to get over because uh it wasn't 15 years like your friend but uh it, it was uh you know that was a big chunk of my life that adam was around so yeah i haven't talked to him since uh what about you joe <laughs> man this is a fun discussion it's like <laughs> <laughs> tearing our friendships apart over petty nonsense um i'm lucky in that i i've got a i don't have a lot of friends but the friends that i do have i've had for a very long time hmm. um and yeah like the, i mean and i'm trying to even remember what even i like i've had, like i can count on one hand like the amount of times i've i've had like major fights with like all of my friends combined uh but it's never been anything where like the closest i got was 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 
with one of my old friends that I had growing up, but you know, growing up uh, that I've known since for almost for about twenty years now. And a few years ago, when he got married, like I don't, like I honestly don't even remember what we fought about. But it was to the point where it's like I, <laughs> like I was actually dropped out of the wedding party and all that. And like going to the guy's wedding is like I was like it was depressing for me because it's like man. It's like I should be much happier about this, and it sucks because I'm not included in this because of the stupid thing we fought about that I don't even remember anymore. Um, and I've got a couple other friends that I've had like one major fight with ever, but like fortunately it's it's been I've been lucky enough there where it's like most of us in every instance it's like dudes like we've we've got all this fucking history together it's like we can't let this shit fucking blow over because of the stupid shit. Uh, like <laughs> like I I'm just lucky that way I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're well that's cool that you're lucky man uh i i will tell you one time where it didn't end the friendship but i was completely in the wrong <laughs> i will say that but uh my uh friends up in maine i sort of call my family my main family you know pun intended because they're all like yeah. my semi-adaptive family and uh when the freddy versus jason movie came out we made plans to go see it together and I was really excited because, you know, this would be like me introducing them to, uh, you know, these two franchises. And it would have been a good time. Yeah, it's one of those stupid fun time moments. Uh, but bef- but when the movie came out, I had to do something with a group of friends of Vermont. They wanted to see it. So I went with them. And uh, they found out that I went to go see it. Sort of like they were like, oh, OK. So they go and watch the movie. In truth, fair is fair. I was the one who broke the pack. <laughs> However, I was livid that they saw it without me because I, I was a big, gigantic baby and I wanted my bottle. I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. So uh, we. Man, yeah. I hate that expression, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's like, who the fuck's just grabbing cake and just fucking looking at it? Exactly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you supposed to do with cake? <laughs> so. You know, like we didn't, I think we didn't talk for like a week. And then finally they, we like sat and, and more or less are like, are we really going to let this end our, end it? And I'm like, no, no. So, and even w- worse. And when I say worse, it, because it made me feel like a fucking asshole after I got a chance to think about it is they <laughs> uh, took, we, they went to see the movie again with me this time. And, you know, at this point, I was, like, sitting in the theater, like, God damn, why the fuck was I angry? <laughs> Who the <laughs> fuck do I think I am? <laughs> so, so yeah, I apologize after that. And we were, we were, we were all right as rain. And mm. uh, let's see. A more recent one, because, you know, I don't have quite as good luck as Joe. Uh, one of my main family members I haven't talked to, and I want to say seven years now going on. Uh, essentially, like, me and Sandra... You may have heard it because there was one show she came on, but we tend to be like the classic fighting couple. Like we're always arguing over something. And, you know, it's never like bad. Bad is not like we're cursing at each other. We just both fully think that we are in the right every single time. And it leads to like fun, some fun scuffles that honestly, if I could find a way to capture it and put it on a podcast, I think it would translate really well. But I digress. (laughs) Um However, one of my uh, main family, this woman named Amy, who I actually like convinced her husband to basically admit they were go- that they were boyfriend and girlfriend, which co- which started them to get married, which they still are to this day. And she was also the one who, you know, helped me move to Maine and helped me start a life there, which turned out quite well for me. And uh, 
she like, you know, I guess we got there and we started doing our arguing thing again. And at that point she said, I can't stand this guys. You guys remind me of my parents. I'm just not going to be around you guys anymore. And she left. And whenever we go to Maine, she has either avoided us completely to the point where she won't come to the outings with anybody or on the times that she does, she will not even look at us. And she goes out of her way to pretend that we're not even there. Cool. Yeah. Cool uh, outlook. Yes. So I guess that's dedication there, but. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, wait, I forgot that I imploded the website based on. Uh... <laughs> so I guess that one counts. <laughs> there you go. Stealthybox.com. Check it out. It, it's not there anymore. Oh, uh, somehow, somehow completely wiped that off, off my, <laughs> out of my skull. Uh, um, but yeah, I'd say that's probably the biggest one. Because uh, yeah, like our my co-founder there, like I'd known him since shit, like 2006. Mm-hmm. Like back when we we're both on a PS on PS3forums.com uh, is where we met. Um, used to work because that used to be these the the uh, the community forum for PlayStation Universe. You know, PSU. Um, uh, they're they're still running as a PlayStation news site. Um, they're on Metacritic and everything. Um, and they used to be the, the, the community forum for, for that. And we used to meet, we met there. And then we kind of just, we kind of just kind of disappeared from each other for, for a few years before he, he came and was like, hey, you want to build this thing with me? It's, it's, we're going to call it PlayStation University. It's like, okay, that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sold it to that fucking Chris guy. And I stayed there, met Malcolm and all that. Hey. Uh, <laughs> which, which obviously was good. <laughs> Silver linings. Uh and then he disappeared again. And then a couple years after that, he's like, hey, I want to build a website again. Like, that was fun that time, right? Like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> like, I want you on the ground floor with me. It's like, cool. What do we call it? So after like a week, we're like, Stealthy Box. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> Into the toilet. Into the. Oh, man. It could have been worse. You could have made him CEO of the company without thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes. Anyway, yeah, I just yeah, right, I well, ended up selling my part of the, I ended up selling off my part of the, the fucking site, and it was, it was disappeared within a year. So, <laughs> cool. Well, people can't say you didn't contribute at least. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's see if his next question is a little bit less depressing. <laughs> Have you ever gone out of your way to do something nice for someone only to see they didn't appreciate it? I can answer this question right off the bat. Uh, I mentioned a few times that we had some family up and one of which is, uh, Sandra's cousin and my cousin-in-law, uh, river who just turned 13. This is the cousin who I used to wrestle. Uh, like when he was like seven, he came and I was at one of Sandra's family outings where I was doing my best to fit in, which by that, I mean, just sitting on a couch and just looking happy to be there when I wasn't, uh, not a huge social person folks. So this uh, kid, <laughs> the kid sits like next to me and uh, for whatever reason we get along. And then at some point he jumps into me and I, I say, don't do that. And then he did it again. <laughs> cool. So I grabbed him and body slammed him on the couch and he bounced off and fell to the floor. Nice. And uh, at first I'm like, oh, fuck. And then he gets up. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> then he gets up and he starts laughing. He's like, do it again. And at that point. And, uh, I was like, okay, cool. You're, you're safe. And I tell him, well, 
if you want to do that, go get your mom's permission, please. (laughs) (laughs) And her mom was cool with it. So I threw him against the couch multiple times that night and he loved every single time. And then other kids were like, Hey, do that to me. And like, yeah, you totally need to get your parents permission for me to go near you. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But you know, that was the thing. We'd get together, we'd wrestle, we'd fight. He's actually taken uh, martial arts lessons and he kicks like a son of a bitch now. Uh, We didn't wrestle anymore. This is, the first time I've seen him, uh, well, we, we saw each other again during uh, two Ben and Debbie's wedding. But for the most part, he'd grown up. We didn't really, we didn't really wrestle anymore because, you know, he's older. So I was nervous how we'd get along. And uh, I found out that he has an Xbox One, sadly, and he likes video <laughs> games. So we do all right. I show him some Dragon Ball Z. And he's like, hey, do you have Destiny? And I say, yes, I do. And uh, he's like, can we play it? I'm like, well, I need to download it. And he's like, all right, go. Yeah, please do it. This is somewhat mirroring mirroring, uh, Arcade's story, though, without much of the rage. Uh, So (laughs) it took all night, but it finally finished downloading. And I I tell him, all right, it's ready. I was like, cool, can I play? Absolutely, here you go. So I had to delete one of my characters. I let him create one of his. He starts the tutorial level. He plays for five minutes. And then he looks at me, gives me the controller and says, okay, I'm bored. You can delete it now. (laughs) And this was uh, pretty much the tale of like the entire, a lot of the entire weekend because he's become a a little punk, but he doesn't know he's a little punk. (laughs) And he, like the whole trip had me questioning if I'd make an effective father in the future. Cause like this whole time, I'm just like palm facing myself. It's like this guy, this little shit, this little shit. And like, meanwhile, his mom was like, Oh, this is so precious. I'm like, it's, it's not precious. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, all right. So he has this thing where he keeps saying proudly, I love spicy foods. I love spicy foods. Da 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 da. So, like, we go to Waffle House. Like, for whatever reason, his goal was to go to a Waffle House. I mean, who doesn't aspire? Because it, <laughs> it was on uh, an episode of one of Anthony Bourdain's shows. And he, for whatever reason, Anthony was like, oh, the Waffle House is totally awesome. And probably was in no way because he was being sponsored or anything by them. <laughs> so, uh-uh. so we had avoided the Waffle House because Sandra had heard some things working at Sheets. But when he came down, we were like, okay, we'll do one visit to the Waffle House. And to uh, the store's credit, it's actually not that bad. I'm not saying it's fine dining, relax. I'm just saying it's like we, we were basically expecting a shithole when we went in there. But it was actually really clean. The food was nice and we had fun. And anyway, so the thing with River is he doesn't like to eat, apparently. Because <laughs> he'll like have two bites of something and say, like, okay, I'm good. Like, if I was his father, I would hate getting this kid food. Because not only does he barely eat, he orders the biggest freaking thing on the menu every single time. And then doesn't touch it. Like, we take him for sushi. He, like, looks at it. He eats, like, some of the stuff on top of it, but ultimately leaves it. We go to the Waffle House. He orders the biggest freaking thing. Barely eats it. Number one, he orders his eggs poached. Who in the fuck... Goes to a <laughs> Waffle House and asks for poached eggs. Yeah. Fucking alien. And to their credit, they're like, oh, sure. And even though they're like, in, didn't bat an eye. Even though knowing like no one goes in there and asks for poached eggs. Scrambled, <laughs> sure. Sunny side up, sure. But you know, poached? 
Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to go to IHOP for their caviar, but I mean, that's... <laughs> and on top of this, you know, like, for the hash browns, he orders jalapenos for it. And this is the crux of the story here. Like, he keeps saying, oh, I love spicy foods. But he makes it a point, and I'm watching him because he does this all freaking weekend. He just avoids the jalapenos at all costs, and sometimes one sneaks in there. And he yells out, oh, I ate one. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what happens when you like something. Like, like I was kind of being a smartass. <laughs> like, I was like, you, you don't like this. And they're like, yeah, I do. And like, no, you're, you're avoiding it. You're an avoider. <laughs> it's like... He he doesn't touch any of the jalapenos. He like out of all of them on there. Like he even told the waitress, "Please pile on the the jalapenos," which of course she does because why wouldn't you at that point? <laughs> and he barely eats three. It's like we ate we ate, ate out like three times, and each time he came home basically with a full portion of food every single time. As a as a foodie and a guy who loves food and a guy who doesn't like wasting food, it was like really. I, I was holding it in, Joe. I really was. But goddamn, man, I, I couldn't take it. <laughs> uh, so, like, and I downloaded quite a few games. And uh, I don't, while I, while I have a faster internet connection than uh, RK does, I do also have a limit. And I'm downloading <laughs> these full size. I, I downloaded multiple games for him to play for five minutes and then delete <laughs> on top of the mo movies we were streaming and whatnot too so and that adds up because we do have a data limit and we do get coverage <laughs> charges so uh and, and look and please don't get this wrong get me wrong i know he's a kid and this is just him realizing who he is and him being quirky and ultimately <laughs> i still love the kid i river is an awesome awesome dude but <laughs> but he can't get fucked <laughs> the fuck he, out of here with that he totally can't <laughs> it's like river like his mom mel is telling me about the kid and he was like telling, you know sometimes you know you all you know all the time like one of the rules at his school is that you know before you leave you clean up your desk but he never does and uh i t and i tried to tell him that no that's just river being river it's like that's river being a slob man come on <laughs> it's like because nowadays kids can just like, oh well, he's just uh, special. He's just got like these, you know, it's like a, no, no, he's I just a slob. <laughs> like Marge Simpson, he can clean up a fucking desk. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, he he's awesome. Mel's awesome. It was great for it, it was great to have him up here, and I'm not just saying that because they left us a hundred bucks before they left. But... <laughs> I don't know, it sounds like you're just saying that. <laughs> uh, Trust me, if you, especially when you say you're not just saying that. Like, if you tell me, <laughs> if you were to ask me, like, tell tell me, t tell you about Sandra, like, the first thing that rattle off my head is like little intricacies of, that she does. But you know, there's also a lot of awesome, awesome things about her, and then you know, she's my rock, more or less. But <laughs> River, I, I, he's cute and uh, he's athletic, and um, he does. And he's have, a fucking turd. He's a yeah, <laughs> he truly is. But anyway, <laughs> and what about you, Joe? Is there a time that you went out of your way to help somebody and uh, they just basically didn't appreciate it? Um, I would just put forward my two years at working at the Best Buy that I worked at and never getting promoted. <laughs> yep, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Next question. Have you ever went through a lot of trouble to try to get something you really wanted only to be thwarted of somebody else's incompetence? For me, it's been a while since this has happened, only because now I so thoroughly plan and that it's rare. Like, I try to prepare for everything, like not just saving up money, but what will Sandra say? What, What could possibly happen? And, like, if I order something from Amazon, when is it coming? Will I have the day off? Does somebody else have the day off? Where's the UPS or whatever's likely to drop it off? Like, And that is a lot because of uh, just used to things not going according to plan. So uh, it's been a while, so I couldn't answer right now without some time to think. What about you, Joe? Um, I don't know, because... I mean, I feel like um, I feel like this is mostly what happens whenever I try to order an Uber when I'm like in a hurry or something. Oh God! <laughs> and somehow, like, whenever I'm just going to like visit my mom or whatever, like, I always get like the fastest, most courteous fucking drivers. But like, if I'm like running late for work and like an Uber is like, my only option, I'll get stuck with the motherfucker who somehow takes a wrong turn trying to pick me up, and the four minute pickup pickup turns into a seven minute pickup. And then driving along the way, he ends up taking weird turns and shit. And like, I'm barely at working time or late. Uh, like, those are usually those are usually as far as that goes. Right. Uber drivers, and I can go on about Uber drivers, but Uber drivers, you have to like always keep an uh, watch where they're driving because a lot of time because they could have the mentality of a taxi driver. They get paid for the longer it takes you for them <laughs> to drive you. So. I will guide them step by step to my house if need be. Because uh, something else you find out, whatever map GPS that they use is a piece of fucking garbage and will <laughs> a lot of time take them the wrong way. <laughs> and you're like, and I will try to tell them, like, I've simply asked them to pick me up at Cricket for whatever reason they the maps app takes them on this freaking wild goose chase. To a point where now I have to send them this long text when they're driving over saying, just so you know, I'm not down here. I'm actually here. And I even <laughs> have like a picture saved to show them. And because a lot of times people will go on that wild goose chase and they will just fucking cancel on me after having me wait 10 minutes because they don't want the chance of getting less than five stars. <laughs> but it is amazing. The very first Uber I ever took compared to the uber i get now like uh, did i ever tell you about that that one joe no oh god so all right at the time i was working probably like 10 minutes away from where i live and i had to take a normal taxi which was costing me like 20 bucks to just simply get there and 20 bucks back yeah so for a while i was like pretty much dead even which didn't work so i transferred out i was in the process of transferring out to live closer so oh uh i heard about this new thing called uber that hit my area so i wanted to try it but unfortunately all the drivers were taken at the time so i couldn't use them which would be the last time this was ever the case because they've just (laughs) been getting more and more drivers and this was uh during the first two months where all rides were free so that was a good time but it did tell you how much it would cost normally so finally i so i 
I couldn't get them, so I called a regular taxi. They didn't show up, and they did the whole thing of, well, the guy said he was there, and you weren't there. And I'm like, I've been literally standing here the entire time. He never came here. Well, he says you weren't there. It's like, well, then he's then clearly he's lying, dude. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you. So they send another one. I'm already half hour late. I get there. The place smells. The guy's an idiot. The guy's a jerk. Like I, the ride itself, like infuriated me. And I was just pissed the whole day at work. So I get out of work <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm going to, fu- I'm going to try this Uber driver, this Uber thing again. But if nobody comes again, then fuck it. <laughs> and, and sure as shit, somebody picked up and oh my God, Joe, oh my God, this uh, family van pulls up and I'm, and I shit you not, there's classical <laughs> music playing as he drives to the AT&T and right. he's into the car swings and I see him jump out of the car, run around, saying, welcome, sir. And he opens the door, and he's, like, in a suit. And I get in. The car smells nice. There's, like, it's well cleaned. And he gives me a water bottle and says, here, please enjoy. Oh, would you like some gum? And gives me, like, some juicy fruit, which I, <laughs> which I fucking love, by the way. And, you know, the entire time, he's just super pleasant, and he's, like, the nicest guy ever. There's classical music playing, so I'm getting calm. <laughs> and it was such a night and day difference from the taxi cab driver. <laughs> and uh, oh god, now I don't. Get, I'm lucky to get music at all nowadays. But <laughs> I'll never forget that first pickup job. <laughs> as long as I live. Uh, but yeah, nowadays Uber. You know, it can't find my store. I don't know why. And uh, let's see. The most furious I've been in, uh, like, in recent memory, there was a time I was expecting a package. And it was one of those deals where they wouldn't deliver to the office. I had to be there to pick it up. And I came home from work as fast as I could. And I literally showed up just in time to see the UPS truck driving away. And I tried calling them saying, hey, could you ask, could you contact the uh, truck and ask it to come back? And it's like, oh, sorry, we don't have a way to do that. Like, well, first of all, they're a thing called a cell phone. <laughs> you for sure uh, <laughs> you for sure can get a hold of him i'm pretty sure he has it but uh he's like well you need to drive to this location to pick up the item because i needed it that badly because we're going to the weekend and they weren't going to deliver anymore so and uh our, my wife isn't around so i had to take an uber which the place was so far away and ended up costing me like 30 bucks uh, and i get there and I asked for the package, and they look in the back, and I'm like, uh, it's not at this location. It turns out the person gave me the wrong freaking address. <laughs> so not only was I SOL because I wasn't spending more money to go to that place, and but uh, it was like, <sighs> I was so furious. It was just stupid, stupid incompetence. <laughs> okay. These are great questions, Ark. <laughs> I'm going to make these guys so depressed. <laughs> Let's see. Lastly, what anime are you watching, Malk? I would like to recommend what appears to be a Chinese anime called Kuang Zi Gao Shu. Looking up a summary, I can see some people call it the King's Avatar. Do you agree with that summary? What's that? Do you agree with that summary? Uh, I was about to see it in the multiplayer online gl- game Glory. Yiju is regarded as a textbook top-tier pro player. However, due to a myriad of reasons, he has kicked off his team. After leaving the pro scene, 
he finds work in an internet cafe as a manager. When Glory launches its tenth serve, he throws himself in the game once more, possessing ten years of experience and the memories of his past and an incomplete self-made weapon. His return along the road to the summit begins. It looks interesting. Uh, I was about to ask on Crunchyroll, but he says here it's not. But I will check it out here. Um, as far as anime I'm uh, looking into, believe it or not, I'm really into Dragon Ball Super, which is uh, turning out to be really cool and has some like fun moments here and there, even though they dropped the ball with that Goku Black arc. I'm mm. sorry. Not badness, not goodness. Uh, they just recently launched the new Yu-Gi-Oh! series, Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns, and it looks like finally a return to form for the series after that that Mass Effect Andromeda of the series known as Arc V. You know, <laughs> but uh, I've been enjoying that. I am one of uh, 12 people who actually like the Berserk series that they're doing, so I've been enjoying that. Uh, I've also uh, been watching... Uh, Attack on Titan Season 2, which me and my wife both enjoy, which is rare. It's one of those rare ones we both like. And um, let's see. And I've been watching Baruto, which is surprisingly good. So, uh, yeah, those have been the ones that I've been watching here. <coughs> let's see what else he writes. Joe, although Chie doesn't exist in Persona 5, who are you planning to run? No game is perfect, right? What's that? That no game is perfect, right? <laughs> I'm going after Butabe Sakura and Takami Tie. No, you, you skipped a part of the question. Man. Okay. Who are you? Yeah, I said, who are you planning to romance? Oh. Okay. Yeah. The last few weeks, I've been burdened with preparing for work while still on crutches mm. and in pain. So I haven't been playing as much as I want to. So no spoilers past Butaba's Dungeon, please. How is the game shaping up for you so far compared to Persona 4 Golden? Which is an excellent question. Oh, man. Um, man, what, what were we just talking... Oh, I mean, when we were talking on the uh, on the regular show about, like, oh, how does it... Like, how, like oh, like, this one game... Like, Guardians 2 is different from Guardians 1, therefore I don't like it as much. It's like, well, they're just different, you know? Yeah. Like, I love both of them immensely. Like, I love both of those games. I love Persona 4 Golden dearly, and... Persona 5, I'm also loving very much. Like, so, as far as how it's shaping up, like, I'm just glad that it's, uh, like, it, it kind of, like, it, 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 it goes into, like, a lot of the same characterizations, and, or not characterizations, but, like, character interactions that I love so much about, like, Persona 4, uh, which is, you know, kind of, you know, in between, like, the super serious thing where it's like, oh, shit, like, so much is on the line, but, uh, in the meantime, let's go hang out with my friends at the arcade and get some ramen. <laughs> like I love that shit. It's so cool. It's so and like it's such a great way to learn about characters uh, that you might not otherwise interact with or would not otherwise not want to interact with. It's like like their character. Like I, I guess you know he doesn't like I don't want to spoil anything here, but I, you know like there are certainly characters that that on on the face you're like eh like who cares like I don't really care about hanging out with this guy. And then either for completely practical reasons, like, oh, hanging out with this guy increases my charm, so I'm going to go ahead and hang out with him anyway, I guess. <laughs> or, <laughs> But then in doing that, you, you end up learning, oh, like, this guy's, like, character arc is actually very interesting. It's like, oh, he's, like, he formerly disgraced out of his profession, and then now he's kind of on a redemption arc trying to, you know, re-legitimize himself. It's like, okay, yeah, I can actually get into this, and I'm glad I ended up taking the time to, to, to you know, see what he's all about. And you know Persona Four and and Persona Five now, uh, both of those games are like bursting at the seams with like characters just like that. You know, like side characters that you probably that honestly like have 
otherwise like no bearing on the story whatsoever um but end up being like a worthwhile investment of you know saying like okay i'm going to take the time to level up what i need to to make sure i can hang out with this person and see their their social link all the way through um and as far as you know romancing the 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 the, uh, character in that game um well i think makoto is the only correct answer in that (laughs) sir i mean as much as like i I like futaba is such a great character she's so much fun and you know she's one of those characters that like seems kind of like eh, like at, or at least for me like at first I was like eh, whatever, but like as again as as you go through her character arc, uh, both through her dungeon and then through her social link, you're like wow this is actually a super great character and like like not just her social link but also the social link for uh, for the for the guy who runs the cafe uh, Sojiro, um, like their social links are kind of linked together so like that's like oh. those are such. Those are such such great, like maxing out Sojiro's. Like at first, like that guy was such a cranky, fucking jerk off, and it took so long to even get him up to like level two. It's like <laughs> to the point where it's like I fucking hate this guy and I don't want to hear anything about it. <laughs> but then by the time you get to the end of it, it's like oh man, like this is actually a super, super touching fucking character. Uh, like and it's like man, this is like it might be my favorite social link so far is maxing out that one. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Um that's the cafe owner? Yeah, yeah, Sojiro yeah, yeah. And like I knew like I, I don't know what Joe's talking about as far as in in other words, like, I haven't experienced it yet, but as soon as he was giving me gruff he, he you know, he's like a total dick to you in the beginning. Because Yeah, he really is. Um But, but yeah, it pays I just off knew that, you know, I when I, by the time I get to the end he was it was gonna be this big experience and I realized, oh man, you've had it rough or something like no, that. No, yeah, like no, it it it's it like man, like that one actually brought a tear to my eye. I was like, Oh, this is super great. Like I love this so much. Uh yeah. I'm not gonna say much more than that, but that that's that's a great social link. And yeah, like I said, and as far as romancing, it's like, Oh yeah, it's Makoto, man. You gotta go with Makoto. She's such a badass. <laughs> like she just like she doesn't take any shit from anyone. Uh she's got like the coolest outfit. Um she, yeah. she's the one on the motorcycle, right? Yes. Mm. Come on, man. Who the fuck like really? Anybody else but her? Are you kidding me? Like for a split second, like I was like, alright, maybe like on like on seems like the one that maybe I would romance. But like nah man, Makoto smoked her ass so fast. <laughs> That's not even funny. On is a looker, I'll say that much. Oh but, yeah, for sure. Uh, like but- Futaba like, was the one that, as soon as I saw her character, I was like, "Oh, that's that's who I'm going after right there." Like <laughs> the cool uh, hacker chick, and it's like, <laughs> on top of the fact that she gives you like a random buff like at, at various times. It's yeah, like, she's funny too. So I was like, "Yeah, like I could see why people would, would gravitate towards her." Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as Takemi Tai or Tai Takemi, um, she she's a doctor uh, in in your part of the town. Yeah. Uh, yeah man she's smoking hot too it's like damn <laughs> like i actually like i actually almost romanced her too because like she's one of the three adults that you could romance as a high school student which yeah i was about to say that your teacher is another one i thought was yeah good. which is you know weird <laughs> uh on certain levels uh but i i'm but definitely plays towards uh what a lot of teenage boys would feel about their certain teachers growing up i'm sure uh, <laughs> so I can see where that that particular art came from. Um, I didn't romance her, but I did max her out because like she's super useful to max up. I can't wait to get into all these social links during our regular review. I'm just gonna fucking throw pro tips left and right into who to max out <laughs> right on. to make to optimize your playthrough. Because man, once once I started out maxing 
started maxing out certain social links, like my fucking playthrough got so much easier. Uh, man, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it here. But Persona Five is, I'm doing the the chef kiss my kissy fingers fucking chef thing. Mwah. Just what a game! I love that game. All right. Well, thanks for writing in, RK. And once again, if you want to write into the show for these mailbag segments, just do so by writing into mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. Folks, that does it for this special mailbag edition of the firmware update. Thanks so much for listening. If you like us on your Apple device, just use that podcast app and you can find us right then and there. If you've got an Android device, never fear. We're on such apps such as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast, which Pocket Cast we recommend as you can use that on both Android and Apple. And it also allows you to download as well as stream your favorite podcasts, which hopefully include us. You can also find us on our Facebook page where we appreciate it if you can give us a like. As well, we'll put the link to every episode as they come, which will lead you directly to our website thefirmup.com where you'll find all the episodes where you can download them directly as well as articles from Joe. You can also follow us on Twitter at PSMalk for me, at Wants23 for Joe, and at the firm up, which uh, will post the latest news and the latest deals you can get for PS4 and anything else we deem that's really cool. Also, keep up with us on there. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No, sir. All right, folks, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Adios.